Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Morning Rush. The Morning Rush. With Travis Justice and Heather Burnside. This is 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station. Hour number two of The Morning Rush. We've got Randy Peterson for the Des Moines Register going to join us here shortly. Then Mark Farley, you and I head football coach, joins us. Um, later this hour, and Bruno's going to be in studio to talk a little beer. So we, we've got a packed hour. I'm just going to sit back, relax, and great. let Heather take over. <laughs> Number four. What else is new? Okay, fourth in the top oh, five. Come on. Take the dagger out of my back. Bobby Bethard was on the NFL Network uh, to talk about being a Hall of Fame finalist, and he spoke about how much Don Shula meant to him. Had I not been with Coach Shula for that those years in, at the Dolphins, I don't think I would have been as well prepared uh, when I went to the Redskins. But when he called me in to say that uh, the Redskins were calling, I thought, boy, I don't want to move away from Key Biscayne, Florida and all that. But I, I went up there and uh, got the interview with the Redskins. They offered me the job and I, I took it. And uh, it was probably one of the best moves I ever made. Yeah, let's just say it worked out pretty well for you and for the Washington Redskins. And, of course, the Beathard family name continues on in the NFL circles. And, in fact, somebody would like to say hello. So let's spin up San Francisco 49ers cam right now and welcome in your grandson, CJ. So, CJ, take over. Wow. Say hello hey, to your grandfather. Hey, what's up, Grandpa? Hey, not hey. much, CJ. How'd they do hey. that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's technology now. It's crazy what they can do. Yeah, I bet you were surprised seeing me on an interview. I thought that they were through interviewing guys like me. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Say uh, good luck this week. Oh, thanks. Nice. Thanks, Grandpa. appreciate it. CJ, what do you know about your grandpa in terms of what he did in the history of this game? Well, I mean, it's, it's funny because growing up uh, at a young age, all I knew is um, he was the reason we were allowed to go to training camps, Chargers training camps, Falcons stuff. Didn't know what he did or what he was. We were just like, hey, it's, uh, you know, we're going to another football game, another football game. Then as you get older, you start to realize really um, the impact he had on, on the NFL and what kind of uh, you know, legend he is really in the NFL. And um, you really start to realize all he did. And, and, uh, and you're just really blessed um, to learn the things you did from him, just not only as a – a general manager, but as a person, he's one of the best guys you'll ever meet and be around. Hey, Bobby, uh, I want you to put your scouting hat on real quick because CJ gave us one of the great moments of the preseason when he did a Steve Young-esque run during one of the games. Yeah. What were you thinking when that was happening? Well, I, it's funny. I, I knew he could run. I've seen him all through high school and the Pop Warner, all the other stuff. So I knew he could run. He's got speed and he's a, so I... But in the NFL, it's harder to do that. So that was that was one of the real exciting things I've seen him do. Yeah. Well, CJ, we wish you luck as you are starting your NFL career. Bobby Bethard, congratulations <laughs> on becoming a finalist for the class of 2018. That's pretty cool. Wasn't that cool? I, and I'm going to put it up on our blog. You got to see the look of surprise on Bobby Bethard's face. 
He did not see that coming. How'd they do that? I know. Isn't technology amazing? It was so cute. Cool. That is really, really cool. And now for number five, we're going to tune in Randy Pete. This is what he just sent out a tweet that cracked me up. He said, I'm going to be coming. I'm going to be jumping on with the kicks in a morning rush. Assuming we'll talk ISU Akron, but with those guys, you never know. Yeah. I, <laughs> ISU Akron might be the last thing we get to in this conversation. <laughs> I, could, I could be wrong, but, you know, not nothing. I don't want to disrespect the game between the Zips and the Cyclones, but it just it might be the last thing we get to. Joining us now. Number five is Randy Peterson. What's up, Pete? I'm number five. Yes. We save the best for last. Yeah, we do. It, because generally, number four and five is in the seven o'clock hour. That's uh, where we have our most listeners. And I'm usually listening to these as I'm pulling into the parking lot at work. See, your countdown. See, you're, get, I'm, now I'm, you're getting I'm to work. I'm watching the Today Show. I'm watching Kathy Hunt on the Today Show try to explain the Dreamers deal and the wall and the Trump and the Democrats and all this stuff. Boy, I'm glad, also. I'm glad you're on with us now. <laughs> so let's, yes, I, so I've turned Savannah Guthrie down. Let's uh, let's start with our KX in the Morning Rush Twitter poll. If you in your prognosticating mind, um, I have a we have a Twitter poll up right now. Who asks uh, what coach is on the on the hot seat the most in college football? Would you say Brian Kelly, Kevin Sumlin, Brett Bielema, or Gus Malzahn? Um, Sumlin. No, a backup. Go, go down the list again. Brian Kelly, Notre Dame. Kevin Sumlin, Texas A&M. Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly, yeah. More than Bielema? I think is hotter than most people think. He keeps uh, wanting to get validation for his Brett Bielema. Because I, I voted for Brett Bielema. Okay. But I get I'd say I, Brian Kelly because he's starting to snip, to snip again at reporters. He went to a he – he's never been warm and fuzzy to, to reporters, but then he kind of went that went the warm and fuzzy way, and now he's going back the other way. So um, – and he's had quite a changeover with his staff as well. So yeah, I, I would say, I would say Brian Kelly because the Domers aren't going to put up for that. You know, they're like Nebraska sometimes in that respect. <laughs> in that respect, I mean, what they do? Fire Solich after? Our, I mean, fire coaches for just winning nine games? Yes, Please. and that includes they, Bo Pelini. Yeah, <laughs> golly, you know, yeah. What I don't get it. I, I I don't understand those fans who feel entitled, but that's okay. Oh, and yeah, he's talking about you, Sean, as an entitled Notre Dame fan. And, and Sean, because of that, will know the answer to this question. When did they stop paying Charlie Weiss? Because Notre Dame is also used to, to paying coaches that are no longer there. Wasn't it, wasn't it a couple months ago? Yeah. It's I, forever. He's yeah. forever getting paid by Notre Dame in Kansas. So he, they just literally got out from underneath Charlie Weiss's considerable shadow, and now they're probably going to have to pay Brian Kelly to go Not away. Not if they find cause. Which oh. which could Whoa. happen? Oh, ding 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 ding! Where's <laughs> your breaking news sounder or whatever you call that? <laughs> well, and that's why that lawsuit last week filed against Notre Dame is a big deal because yeah. if you you know hit an MRI, that, here's the agents I want. If I if and I think we should take note here. If Randy, I don't know if you have an agent, Heather, if you have an agent, if we ever have to get agents, I either want. Um, um, Charlie Weiss's agent, or I want Bobby Benia's agent because Bobby Benia is still getting paid. I want Jerry Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Randy, I don't know if you saw this, but I, it, it could have a rippling effect in football. Uh, the Canadian Football League, we don't talk about the Canadian Football League that much, but they just announced that with a collective bargaining agreement, they're going to end immediate full contact practices. Do you think that would ever happen? You know, because we're already limiting time in the NCAA. 
Do you ever think they would say, okay, you can have full contact in the preseason and then no contact whatsoever during practice during the regular season? Well, it certainly looks like they've already. Some college teams have already done it. The, the horrible tackling that we've seen, seen the first couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I'm well, just, the, I'm just not, no, but no, I'm not saying any team in particular. Um, I, I would go. I would go along with that. I, I, if, you know, once the practice starts, yeah. But yeah, I, I would think I. That'd be interesting to think about, at least. Well, it's it, very interesting to think about. It, 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 on the surface, it sounds good. And Randy, Heather, you guys have been around sports long enough, but you also know that if you're not going somewhat full speed in practice, and that that can lead to more injuries. And and how does that? If you're not going full speed during practice, how do you go full speed during game day? I, I mean, it, there's always. I'd like to know if it really decreases injuries, but it, it's something to think about. And I'm sure con- watch basketball practice. I'm sorry to interrupt, but watch basketball practices sometimes. Most of the time during the season, they're just practicing three on three. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, five on zero. Oh, even sometimes uh, they're not going. They're not going full bore. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's something to think about at least. Some. Some you know modify it somehow one day of of pads or something. I'm going to ask Mark Farley's going to join us uh, next break. Yeah, gonna, you, that's a question yeah, for Farley. Cool. Yeah, yeah, wow. that'd be cool. Hey, um, ask him, Randy. I, I wanted grizzled vet guy. Yes, yeah. he is, and and we'll, he tells it like it is too. Yeah, I'll go ahead and be the one to ask you about Iowa State and Akron um, because you said earlier this week, and I wholeheartedly agree that we're going to find out a lot about Iowa State from how they respond to the loss against Iowa. With this game, and hyperbole aside, this is the most important game in Iowa State history. Yes, it is. And first of all, I want to thank you and Paul for coming to our function a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. That was cool. Um, that was a cool event. To see a friendly face there in the crowd, to see your friendly face and Paul's friendly face in the crowd. And you introduced me to Dana Wingert. That was kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it, it is Iowa State's most important game. Because if, if, they, if they lose, if Iowa State should happen to lose, like the last time Iowa State um, went to a MAC school, they lost. And you know what happened then. That coach became Iowa State's coach. I'm not saying that's going to happen this year. But if Iowa State should go to Akron and lay an egg, then what kind of mindset is going into next week, into the off week? What kind of mindset then goes into the Texas game, which everybody now thinks Iowa State can win, including me, so that's why this game is, is 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 so important, and I'm saying the biggest one of the season because if they lose, then their bowl hopes are shot, and if they win, they've erased some of the sting of the of the Iowa game of of not coming up with those three or four plays against Iowa. They've erased that if they win, and they go into an off week with with confidence. They go into Texas week with more with even more confidence. And Heather, you know those Thursday night games at Iowa State. You know how those get. That can be that can be pretty exciting. So yeah, this is be. the most important game. Yeah, this is the most important game. Randy Peterson joining us. Uh, are they worried about going on the road? I and I agree with you. It's the most important game. When I when I read your article earlier in the week, and I, I may not think in history, but yeah, it's it's the most important game, obviously, so far this season. This- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I, it may be the important, most important game of the season, but well, well, be, you know, we can get to that. But uh, are, mean, they, are they concerned about going on the road? Sure, they're concerned about going on the road. Um, but it, but it's, it's a good time to do it, and it's a good opponent to do it against because um, Akron's not a great team. I look for Iowa State starters. to If things go like everybody thinks it's going to go, the starters should be in for you know little more than three quarters. Jacob Park could get back on, on track to, um, you know, he said he wants to pass for 4,000 yards this year. Well, he needs a 350-yard game or, or so to get that, and he certainly could do that against against um, Akron. Um, it's a good time for, for David Montgomery to get in there, get work up a sweat and get out of there, get out of the game. Um, so I, I don't think Iowa State's all wacky about going about going on the road, but um, – I, I don't. I don't think so. Just from talking to the players the last two nights, um, I think they're ready to do it. Uh, and the reason I think you, you think it's the most important game of the season, and, I, and this way, if they don't win this weekend, they don't go to a bowl game, Randy. I, I don't. Right. See, I don't it, see. That's screwed. You know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't see where the path would happen. I. I if actually, you can't beat Akron, then you're not going to. How in the heck can you beat, beat Texas? And how in the heck can you beat? Um, um, who else would I think they'd beat Texas? Uh, uh, Texas Tech then, um, you know, okay, you're going to be Kansas. Everybody's going to be Kansas. But, yeah, so I don't, or, or, yeah, I don't, I don't see how they can do the bull thing if they, if they don't win. Yeah. Randy Peterson joining us. Uh, of course, he'll be in. A- are you driving to Akron or are you flying to Akron? I don't like driving to the airport. No, I'm, I'm, I'm flying. Um, are, do you know many guys who like to drive? Because my, my good friend, oh. well, and that's, that's what's funny. My good friend, God rest his soul, Steve Pivovar. We used Love to, yeah, yesterday was his birthday. I sent his wife a card. I, I know it, it, it that I, that's still one of the saddest things to me. But Piv and I used to travel together all the time. He didn't like to fly, so we would we would drive everywhere together. He'd be like, "Are you driving this week or me?" And I'm like, "Well, uh, it's my turn." So we we would drive everywhere together because he just stopped like, at casinos on the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might have liked to play the cards every now and then. Really? Oh. <laughs> anyway. No, but uh, yeah, I, I, there are some people that like to drive. I prefer to I prefer to let somebody do the driving for me. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't. Not even when I was young did I did I like to drive. I mean, we we went on vacation. We flew everywhere. Um, you know, with the with our, you know my wife and our daughters, we just flew everywhere. So I don't I don't like to drive. I don't either, Pete. No, if I can fly, I'm flying. I'll drive to Chicago, okay? Because by the time you screw around in the airport here that's and, true. and in Chicago, you know, I'll drive. I'll drive to Chicago, but that's about my limit. We drove to, we drove to. Where are we off the subject here? We drove to. <laughs> yeah. We used to go skiing. We used to go skiing every every winter, um, and we drove to Breckenridge because we didn't fly. We drove to Breckenridge every winter when the kids were young and and the girls were young. And oh, that was horrendous. <laughs> But uh, I mean, not because of the kids. It was just the drive through the mountains the and the weather. Nebraska. Sometimes I'm sure. Mostly, mostly the boring Nebraska. It's a true statement. Oh, <laughs> no, that is, see, he's right because I eighty is boring. As I learned yeah. this past summer, I went up to I went up north through the northwest part of this the state, and I was like, oh wow. I had no idea this existed. It was almost <laughs> Nebraska saw, has hills. Saw hill? I saw hills. I I saw buttes. I saw all sorts of things. I was. You know, I was I, I stood in the stadium where where Don Beebe played. I was like, wow, this is this wow. is pretty cool. 
Yeah, uh, I tweeted a little while ago that you didn't know what we were going to talk about on the show this morning. So. <laughs> well, because that's true. We don't know what we're going to talk about on a daily basis. Um, well, hey, Is anything weird trending today by chance for uh, politicians? Uh, no. Did you hear that the other day? I did. Did you go look at it? <laughs> no. You, you should go look at it. You guys are graphic enough. <laughs> you, guys, you, you don't need to see it. Right don't look at it, Randy. <laughs> I promise. Hey, give it, it right out there in front of me. Give us your prediction. Who's what, What's the score yeah, this week? I, I got Iowa State will win by two touchdowns. They better win by two touchdowns. Yeah, right. I, I do. I do think so. I think this is a good chance for Iowa State to get the to get some guys in the game. They need to play more defensive linemen. They need to get Tongamoa in there more. They need to um, get Johnny Lang. My gosh, Johnny Lang's got to play. Um, either at running back or, or re- kick returning. Mike Warren wasn't very good at kick returning on, against uh, Iowa on Saturday. They need to get they, that's a key part of Iowa State um, of anybody's attack, and they need to get um, that 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 aspect of the game fortified, which was so good last year with Kane Nwangwu, but he's hurt. He's not going to play this year, so they need to get Johnny Lang. They need to get some other people in the game, and this will be a good chance to do it. Iowa State two touchdowns or so, I would say. Excellent stuff. Randy, maybe we'll catch up next week, all right? Cool. Anytime. All right, thanks. thanks Randy Steve. Peterson, the Des Moines Bye, Register. 284-5966. Interact with us on Twitter at KXO Morning Rush. When we come back, Mark Farley from Northern Iowa as they head to Southern Utah. It's the Morning Rush on 1460 KXO. There it is. I don't know why it wasn't on there. I was like, I assume that's Mark Farley. No, it is. In our weekly visit with you and I, head football coach Mark Farley, brought to you by Washer Systems of Iowa, Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa is your source for industrial duty. Mighty M pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Coming off first win of the season, a 45-38 overtime win over Cal Poly. Head coach Mark Farley. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Was that game closer than it should have been? Because you were up, what, 38-24 in the fourth, and they gave up two touchdowns in the final two minutes. Were you just pulling out the hair you had left towards the end? <laughs> yeah, i tell you what, it was a great football game. I mean, that's, you know, with the offenses of today, and particularly one we just played was kind of an odd one because it was that Georgia Tech, Navy, Army type stuff. So, you know, we were... Uh, they got behind us a couple of times, got in the game, but it's exactly what this team needed. It, it's, uh, we've got a good football team, I think, but it needs to be tested. You know, we had a good lead. We lost the lead, ended up going into overtime, and then uh, and then I tell you what, uh, we stepped up in overtime, played a tremendous overtime, and uh, offense and defense. So I was, I was actually very pleased. If I could have scripted it, I would script it that way. I just didn't want to live through it like that. Wow. Now, I understand that Utah is lovely this time of year. Yeah, I hope so. I'm not going out for the scenery. (laughs) Southern Utah is up next. Um, What do you know about them? I'll tell you what, man. uh, They went down last week and and beat uh, Stephen F. Austin in Texas and beat them 55-10 to or something like that. And and, uh, and then I'm reading an article in the paper from, from the game, and their quarterback played like Lamar Jackson is, is a comparison they made. So, uh, so what they're like is they've got a real good quarterback and, and put up a lot of points and, and uh, are coming off a huge win. What uh, Now, you're the most positive guy I know, but if you were to look at the stats, what disappointed you more? The fact that uh, you gave up 543 yards on defense last week or that you only ran for 94 yards? 
probably given up to 500 yards, but you know, being the offense we played against, okay, uh, we went in, we went in there and, and played a, a totally different package, and it's only made for that team. And we did a, actually did a good job against the run, but we gave up bomb after bomb, and it was a little bit because the personnel had on the field, and they got behind us. So it's not the normal personnel I would play with normally. So we get back to traditional football this week. So here's here's in a nutshell, okay, Iowa State. You know they got great receivers and didn't get much passing yards in comparison to what they, you know, what they could do. And then last week wasn't a passing team. We gave up a ton of passing yards. So it's kind of I've played both ends. We got to settle in now and play our defense, and uh, we should get back to normal now. Mark Farley joining us, of course. The uh, Panthers on the road, first of two straight uh, on the road at Southern Utah uh, this week. Hey, your son scored on a fumble recovery last week. Was that pretty cool? It, it was neat. I tell you what, it was a huge play in the game too, because uh, at that time they'd got a turnover, and then we got the turnover back and scored on defense. And I think we took the lead on the play. So, yeah, that's really cool when you you know one to score on defense is great, but but two when you look up and, and Jared was the one that got to do it. I kind of got a double, uh, you know, a double dip on the deal because uh, I thought he he played very well. Was he gassed after running forty eight yards? No, he was excited, man. He was uh, he was pulling away too. I was kind of trying to figure out where he got his speed. So, <laughs> <laughs> come on, you you're not get you're not gifted with the speed. Were you like, I, that's no. not me out there? No, I, I I missed. I was I wasn't in the right line when they handed out speed. <laughs> <laughs> come on, what was your forty? What was your forty back in the day? I, I was probably a four nine guy going downhill, but you know, <laughs> I, I just made sure I was always going downhill. <laughs> Hey, Coach, switching gears a little bit, um, have you talked to David Johnson? I was so bummed yeah. to hear that he got hurt. You know, I, I haven't. I sent him a deal. I sent him after it, and that's, you know, it's just one of those things. And, you know, let's, let's, let's look at the good side of the whole thing. He's out for a while, but it's not his knees. It's not his leg. It's something that, you know, I don't think will, will hurt his career. But because uh, in that business, that's all they care about. Their body is their business. And, uh you know, it's unfortunate, but uh, look at the upside. That it's not knees or ankles or legs and because that's what makes your game. Coach, I want to get uh, a coaching perspective on this. I don't know if you saw the story this morning, but the Canadian Football League, in a collective bargaining agreement with uh, players and owners, have agreed to stop immediately no longer allowing full contacted full contact padded practices during the season. They're going to allow contact practices during the preseason, but once the season starts, no contact during practice whatsoever. As a coach, do you see college football going that way and is that good or is it bad? I can see something like that getting instituted. Yes, I don't know if it'll go that far, but I can see just the progression of things that that could be instituted. Yes. And I think that is a good thing. And okay. I'm, I'm the last one. I'm, I'm the one that likes to bang and hit. And- lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I can tell you, you know, war stories about two-a-day camps and nutcracker drills, and, and that's the only thing we ever did, and I was one of them that did it. But I tell you what, right now, you just want to get your players to the game. 
you it's it, it's a it's a speed game. It's a when they say spread, you might as well say speed. It's a speed game now, and you've got to get them to the game. And the collisions are much more intense because of the size of these guys and added added the speed factor and the and the running hits that you're taking. I mean, I could, I can see us instituting that, and I think a lot of us individually have already done that. You know, we're out there in pads and things, but there's not a lot of contact in my practice if you really look at it. There's there's guys going on like there's a offense versus defense, but it's not. It's your scout team versus your uh, uh, first team, and and they're getting their looks and their reads. But there's there's not that much to do with collision. Do you are you in full pads most time? Or are you shoulder pads and helmets, or does that change as the season goes along too? Like week week ten, you're already just shoulder pads and helmets every day. Yeah, in fact, uh, we start the season with full pads because it's more of a mindset than it is anything else. You just, it, it's got to get an attitude and you get a mindset because yeah. you take take the pads off too early, they think it's a day off, and then uh, and then once once they understand what you're doing, you know, like yesterday, we were just what I call in shells. We're in helmets and shoulder pads. So Tuesday is full, Wednesday is is shells. So today will be shells, very short practice, and then and then we play. So yeah, things have changed drastically with how people practice right now. And, and then if I get late in the season, I might just have a helmets-only practice because it's more about them understanding what we're doing. They know the plays. They It's, it's teaching them what the defense or what the offense is going to do against you. Excellent. I'm on board, Heather. I mean, if, if – So am I. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's, right, not, right now it's all teaching. I mean, it's it's the name of the game is teaching. The the guys with a whistle and a – and 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 I, I call him a whistle and a hat. Doesn't make you a coach right now. The the greatest thing about coaching is who can teach, and 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 keep them safe. Get get them to the game full speed, but who can teach in 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 that mannerism without having to say I got to go hard. I got to go hit them. I got to run this play fifty times to make sure it's run right. I think it, it's more the teaching and 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 get them on the football field. Say okay, here's how they're going to attack you. Here's 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 how this should fit up. Walk them through the fifth. Then let them play through the fits once or twice and, and get it on film, and spend a lot of time teaching. And if you can get that done, I think those are the ones that are getting the job done on Saturday. Mark Farley uh, with us, head coach of the UNI Panthers at Southern Utah. Before we let you go, keys to the game this weekend. What what do you need to do to get a win out there? We got to play great defense. We haven't played good de- We we haven't played really good defense yet. So we we got to we got to step up and really play great defense. And then our offense has to continue to. We can score on offense right now, and, and uh, we need to we need to get away from the intercepts because we threw a couple last week too, a couple down at Iowa State. So get rid of the intercepts and the penalties on offense, and uh, and, and play a lot better defense and, and find a way to score on specialty. Good stuff, Coach. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck too. All right. All right. See you all later. Thank Thanks, you. Coach. Coach Mark Farley, our weekly visit with you and I, head football coach Mark Farley, brought to you by Washer Systems of Iowa in Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa is your source for industrial duty. Mighty M pressure washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Always good stuff from him. Always. So good I guess stuff. your theory that well, I just want you, you know you can't play hard unless you go hard. Yeah, isn't, I, I mean I trust that, what a coach says more than just my basic opinion i i could be persuaded one way or another i just had questions about if you're not going full speed if you're not if that leads to more injuries but if you're in like he said they're basically doing that already you know one day of full tuesday is your full pad practice the rest of them are just shells so i, I yeah i'm for it it makes sense i get it the werewolf of london i'm gonna be talking some beer beer with Bruno 
next on 1460 KXNO. Hey, Heather, thanks, by the way. For what? You like my wife's picture of our daughter. She's beautiful. Uh, which makes me wonder if she's mine. Clearly not yours. <laughs> going to need to get a DNA test done. Yeah, it's funny how that works out, isn't it? A lot of people no, you have it. an attractive family. Thank you. I would say my daughter's got all my good looks because I have none left. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked everywhere I go. People, because I'm friends with a lot of people on Facebook. Most people saw our new family photos, and nobody ever talks about the family. They talk about the damn dog. The dog gets all the love on the, on well, the family you, photos. Well, you put him right down there front and center, and he is as big as a horse. So, yeah, I could see where <laughs> Hank would command a lot of attention. I, I had him on a walk yesterday, and I treated him like, I'm like, come on, Hank. And I'm like, I'm like doing the horse sounds. <laughs> Let's go. Giddy up. Uh, morning, Bruno. Morning. I got a picture in my mind of uh, Costanza in the Kruger picture where he's uh, f- <laughs> photobombing at you, kind of looking over the family shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you bring somebody with you today? I did. I brought uh, Dave Morgan from Single Speed. Uh, originally, the brewery was out of uh, Cedar Falls. Now it is in the 1920s you can correct me if i'm wrong 1920s wonderbread factory there in uh, downtown waterloo it's it is spectacular you know i'm a big fan of old buildings and this one is amazing um so he's here on the on the heels of or on the few days away from little giant so we'll talk about that too but yeah i got dave here and uh dave is uh interesting cat What's oh, Dave? What is that? Kind, yeah, Dave, what kind. is that? What does that mean that you're an interesting cat? Uh, I, I let Bruno go well, into more detail. Well, he can't grow a beard, so he has really long hair. You know, he's a brewer. You know, he owns a brewery. He figures you got to have a beard. I was going to say you're one. my first clean-shaven <laughs> brewer. That's just, on this show. I think he shaved sure. like a, two weeks ago, freshly this morning. But it was the first time in about two weeks. <laughs> but you, you cannot tell the difference. You you literally can't. You don't have facial hair. Uh, as of right now, I do not. That is correct. But you uh, can you grow it? Like if you wanted mm. to get a, a a brewer's beard, how long would that take you? Five years? Grown by myself? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I don't think it could happen. It would, it would look more like uh, an Asian person's beard. You know, a year ago I had a beard, Heather. That's about as long as my beard could get. I couldn't grow it. You know, these guys that grow these big, long beards, I, I don't have the, the capability of doing that. I'm just a... Uh, I'm just kind of a short beard type of guy, but uh, we hired a guy with one. <laughs> See, is that a prerequisite? <laughs> um, it's not a prerequisite, but I feel like we had to have one, so we we have one on board. If you now. go to if you go to beer events, uh, like the craft brewers conference, uh, you can separate the uh, wholesalers from the brewers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I uh, I was at uh, one conference and uh, I'm gonna, Michael Poland, I think uh, the guy who's written about food. Uh, the omnivore's dilemma. He goes, I feel I feel like I'm speaking in front of a Civil War convention. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Hey, Dave, I, I remember Bruno talking about this about a year ago when you guys were getting ready to move into the Wonder Bread factory. Um, does it, did it still smell like bread in there when you guys went in there? Because I love the smell. When you drive by a bakery, especially a bread bakery, you got that, that bread smell. Did, did, what, what did you guys find unique when you guys were building that space out? Well, yeah, the bread hangs around. Yeah, that you still have that in there, and now we make a little bit of it. So I think really? we're kind of blending in with some of that stuff. We do some mini loaves and stuff like that in the restaurant, 
But yeah, it definitely has a unique aroma um, throughout the space, and, and I mean that in a positive way. Um, we took this on, uh, the unique stuff we did, we took this on as a historical preservation project. So we had support from the National Park Service as well as the state office down here in Des Moines. Um, so we saved a lot of stuff. I mean, um, it's a 1927 structure, so Bruno had that right. Um, we renovated it back to the its status in the 50s. I'm, I'm telling you, if you like beer, if you like antiques, if you like food, uh, I, I say architectural, uh, excuse me, uh, not antiques, uh, food, uh, bicycling, uh, you haven't have given a chance to uh, Waterloo in a while. Uh, I'm telling you, you got to go. It's it's beyond impressive. It's right downtown in the middle of their, uh, I think they have an ice arena or arena for sports. I guess you could tell me more about the neighborhood. There's a tattoo yeah. parlor across the street. But Absolutely that's, uh, true. Uh, there's a music venue, outdoor music venue. All sorts of neat stuff. Waterloo always isn't... Uh, uh, it, isn't on people's top of their mind, but I think uh, when you go here, you'll be surprised that you wonder why you hadn't uh, thought about that for a while. So it's really neat. So was, really there, was there anything left in there? Like were any ovens <laughs> left in there? Were there any breads, like the bread slicers, anything like that left over? Yes, 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 and oh. yes. Did yes. you preserve all that? Uh, most of it we had to move out. A lot. Oh. Some of it we preserved. Um, some of it we honored, whether it was in building structures of the same dimension as what was there before or... You know, we have like the oven panel that can that controlled their major oven. We've mounted that on a wall in our proofing lounge area. And the kids play area kinda. Yeah. So we've saved some pieces. We had to relocate some stuff. I mean we have we have things to do in there now too that don't include proofing uh, large quantities. The bathroom of doors the bathroom doors are from uh the brewery or the the bakery from the thing they called the proofing box, yeah. We were able to pull the stuff off of the So you, you go into the proofing box when you're in the bathroom. Nice. Yeah, multiple nice. proofing boxes. In there. <laughs> That's what they call it now—a proofing, but not a pooping box. It's a proofing box. <laughs> well, and uh, Travis, you'll be happy to know that uh, Dave is a sour fan, and uh, yes, there's, there's a fizzy sour candy that used to be out when I was a kid. Uh, he has one. Um, he has one coming up for the what, little zaps giant. or zips or is that what it was? Zots. My zots. man knows his zots. That's yes. right. Uh, he uh, he has a beer. Uh, he has a beer uh, that uh, you can. Give me the name. I don't have it right in front of me, but the low, low uh, fizz, low fizzability, low fizzability. Yeah. And we also have a beer called Jeremy and the Giant Peach. Uh, two sours from him this weekend uh, that we're putting on. Uh, just to talk about this weekend, we have uh, f- over forty breweries and cideries and meaderies. Um, what day have, is this, by the way? This is Saturday from three to seven. Free to get in. Free admission. Uh, and you get to meet brewers, uh, brewery owners, uh, uh, brewery workers, uh, uh, and uh, and just mingle with them, drink uh, beer. Uh, you buy it by the glass. We're selling it by five-ounce portions. Uh, there is one beer that we're going to be doing at three-ounce portions, uh, and it's going to be $10. And I'm just going to let people think about that. We're going to put uh, – or wonder about that. We're going to uh, put out a list here in the next few hours. Uh, everyone will have a full list of what's going to be out there. So follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We have almost 120 Iowa beers in the house uh, this weekend wow. on Saturday. So we ha- we're basically uh, a little mini version of the Iowa Tap Room, which is uh, basically this event is the reason the Iowa Tap Room is in existence in a lot of ways because we had this event so well received, and we decided we should uh, do the Iowa Tap Room, and 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 uh, and then the hits keep coming, the breweries keep getting better. This list. I would tell you that if I saw this list and I knew any, I knew a little bit about Iowa, I would travel 
two states to get here for this. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's extremely impressive. Well, a huge variety. Everything that if you don't, unless you just don't drink beer, there isn't one thing that there is. You couldn't find. You have to be able to find at least five beers on here that you'd love to drink. Wow, it's it's amazing. It's a really it, even. Heather might want a few of these. So, Dave, are you canning or bottling? We keg only right now. Yo, you keg? God, I was going to say, because uh, we're going to be working on Saturday, and I'd like some of that low visibility. Fi- you know, Bruno, if you want to run up a, a growler to me on Saturday, it'd be great. Well, yeah, well, uh, maybe uh, I could get that worked out. Are you in town? <laughs> yeah, I'll be in town on Saturday. No, I'm saying that. <laughs> Well, Ross is in the next room going, WTF, Travis. <laughs> what? I, Ross, if you want to chime in, feel free. <laughs> I think uh, I think we could arrange something. We could crawl her up something, or uh, maybe Dave could hold something back for you. Ross, you know. may as well come in here and put in your order. <laughs> you, all could, you know, you could stop by. I mean, it's not like uh, wherever you're at in Des Moines is that much, puts you that much further no, away. No, I know? get that, but I rec- I, I got to be there for the game, and the game starts at 2.30, so that's... That's the bad point. I, I was just thinking, you know, when the Jethro's arrives, that we could, you know, drink some beer. I don't know if oh. Ross. I don't well, know. Can I put in my order, too? Yeah, sure. I don't care. We're not bringing you Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what my feeling was. Man, look out for your brothers over here. You're just well, making. No, I didn't know you were in there. Oh, oh! so if you would have known I was listening, Absolutely. then you would have looked out for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> ah. Got but it. if if not, if he thinks that he's somehow managing to skate by, then no, he's not thinking about I, you I, at all. I picked up on that. So yeah, that's what my WTF look was for. Wait a minute, why are, why are you ordering beer for yourself? <laughs> we, <laughs> there will be no beer shortage. We can take care of yeah, this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we, yeah, we'll be able to get you. So you just got to remind me, Travis. Uh, Flex Brewhouse is going to have a, a barrel aged Quadzilla. Uh, Confluence is going to have Marquette and Joliet Sour Wild. Uh, we got oh. two New England IPAs from Franklin Street and uh, Green Tree. Uh, in fact, we have five Green Trees going on this weekend. Uh, they, we rarely get them. They're from Le- LeClaire. Uh, some pretty cool stuff going on from them, so look at the list beyond. We've got Octobot, uh, Barrel Age, Octobot 3000, a Barrel Age uh, Oktoberfest from Lionbridge. Super good. Super good. We got Madhouse's Cherry Bomb, uh, Cherry Berry Bomb with Vanilla. Amazing. Uh, we got Reunion's Tank Puncher. Had it on before. It's great. Like I said, Single Speed's Jeremy and the Giant Peach. Uh, there is a beer from the Quarter Barrel called the Tasteful Nude. Uh, it's a traditional uh, <laughs> beer from the uh, Netherlands, a style. Uh, Buzz Bunny, a Braggot with Simcoe Hops from uh, Friends of De- Deb's Retopia. And the list goes on and on. I haven't mentioned any of uh, our friends from the north. Uh, they are... We're getting a, a good handful of beers uh, from uh, from Decora, and you just have to look on the list, uh, and um, we'll be publishing that here in the next few hours. Again, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. That's but, good. That's good. But stuff. Uh, if you find yourself uh, in any other time or in the future, you got to mark you got to mark your uh, your uh, Google Maps. With single speed. Yes, I'm. I'm telling you right what now. What are you laughing at? Bruno's Ross? having a hard time getting it out today, man. What's going on over there, dude? He's no, already been uh, drinking. I just want to make sure uh, that people know this. You go to here's what you do. You go to Rudy's Tacos, and you have a little a taco or two, just because it's a unique experience. Then you head on over uh, to Dave's Brewery, and you spend the afternoon having some beers, and then have supper at Dave's. He's got a huge wood oven pizza, uh, open kitchen where you see it from the the uh, the dining room. 
it, it, he's got bicycle parking and a whole outdoor cool thing going on. Um, I, I missed the first couple minutes. Did you guys talk about the whales? Did you talk about Save the Whales, bro, and all the... Oh, yeah. Dave's got a program. Uh, whenever somebody does like a high-octane release in the state, uh, he does. Uh, he's, he tries to put out a Save the Whales, bro. So explain to everybody, Bruno, what, what the whales are. <laughs> Dave, Dave, maybe, Dave, Dave, jump Dave. in here, man, because we were talking about this back in Sean's room. Yeah, whales are funny. So it's all about being funny, to be honest, but you have these people out there that want to pay $100 for a bottle of beer or $100 for a bottle of beer in a you know, a $2 commemorative glass or something along those lines. And we love those people because they support our product too. But we, we find a lot of humor in the fact that they will um, sign up for a lottery to get, get a chance to taste this two ounces of a barrel-aged porter or stout or something that had a cherry in it once upon a time and just kind of hung out. And they win this lottery and then they go stand in a long line and, and wait to get a sample of this beer. And then, of course, the beer is the best thing they've ever had in their life because you put all that effort into getting that beer, right? So we, we find it humorous. And I mean, I've never been in one of those lines. I hope I never find myself in one of those lines. If I do, it's by accident. But So we have a Save the Whales Bro series where we just, at the same point in time, we launch a sessionable ale. Um, not targeting these breweries because we love those beers and we love those breweries too, but just kind of trying to get people to take light of the situation and be like, man, you yes. really invested yourself in that beer, huh, bro? There's, there's a lot yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are chasing the white whale. Uh, there's a list of 250 beers you got to have. And I know a guy that, I mean, he, they'll spend, he flew a guy up from St. Louis to be able to taste a beer once. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It's crazy. So yeah, Dave's got the right angle on it because- uh, the majority of beer sold in America is going to be not Wales, bro. All right, hang on to that thought. Two eight four five nine six six. We'll come back, wrap things up. More about the little giant coming up, and uh, the final results of our KXNO Morning Rush Twitter poll, plus Sean's morning dump on fourteen sixty KXNO. It's the Morning Rush with Travis Justice and Heather Burnside on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. And now, it's time for Sean's Morning Dump. Happy Thursday to you. Good to have you along. I'm in a great mood. Heather's in a great mood. Sean's in a great mood. We're all in a great mood. Why is that? What's going on with your nipples? They're hard. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, so Ross at five fifty nine and a half, Travis announces, "Man, I have a good cup of coffee. My nipples are hard. Let's do this." <laughs> Boom! Sports update. Yeah, hits. <laughs> and Sean's like, "I'm not sure how I'm supposed to follow that, but here's your sports Anyways, update." Anyways, it's six o'clock. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. whatever. Anyways, whatever. Travis has taken to showing us his chest on Saturdays. I heard he took off his shirt while your wife was in there. Yeah, yeah. After he called my wife, he said, man, Aaron, I love your haircut. Look like a lesbian. It's hot. Hot lesbian. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? And then he follows that up by taking his shirt off. When he has his shirt off, does it seem like he might be catching a cannonball to the chest anytime soon? <laughs> well, that's my point. Like, And that Travis is so hairy. In order to know that his nipples are hard, Travis has to search for them. Yes, a part of So that's part, part, the part of the problem bit. here is at some point at 5.55, Travis had to check to see if his nipples were hard. I was pulling them. <laughs> Dave's like, this is not the show I thought I was going to come do this. Uh, Dave's on. Dave and I got to know each other a little bit. I think he's on board. And okay. Dave has been here before. That's what I about don't a year ago, wasn't wrong. it? Don't get don't get us wrong here. So I just remember Dave. Uh, Dave knew. was in Waterloo this morning. I think right. Did you Correct. get up? Yeah. Plus, so he drove here. Uh, 
One of you guys are making the nipple comments. And Bruno, uh, tell everybody the warning that you now have to give brewers and they come on the uh, show. That uh, Travis is not in the studio. Don't look around. Don't be weirded out by that. And please don't cuss. <laughs> use swear please. words. Don't do the swears. <laughs> and please use correct, uh, use correct English no matter what Sean does. <laughs> All right, Little Giant this weekend, three o'clock, seven o'clock. Little right? Giant, we are. I would, I would tell you, uh, uh, I would say, we're delighted. How, how? I, I just can't believe how great this list is. Um, it'd be delightful to see everyone out here this weekend. And I want to uh, uh, tell everybody, if you, if you're thinking about it, I got a plan for you. I know that uh, Confluence Oktoberfest is uh, from I think noon to ten p.m. Uh, so maybe go down there first. Have a brat, have a whatever they have, have some of their beer, walk on over, ride a bike, come to the Little Giant, and then uh, Exiles having their celebrating their fifth anniversary. So there's your plan for uh, Saturday. Make sure a Uber, and then Uber cab, home. Is, yeah, yes. cab is involved. But uh, um, and uh, I think that's uh, it would be a great thing for everyone to do this weekend. The Little Giant, uh, the beer is going to only last as long as it lasts, and uh, and some of the beers are pretty hard to get. Some of them are very new like uh dave's beers uh we've never had them before so you'd be remiss it's free to get in two dollars and fifty cents a ticket ten dollar or 20 bucks gets you 10 tickets so if we can have the little our own little giant at the who studios during the game that'd be great i'll text you on the way up <laughs> we're working on sean sean's going to be grief. doing the deliveries yes he already agreed yes dave thanks for coming up and making the drive this morning we appreciate it yeah, thanks dave always uh, Sorry about the nipples. <laughs> Bruno, <laughs> Bruno, have a good one. Everybody have a great Friday, or Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock sharp. Scam artists are out in force. Don't be a victim. The Better Business Bureau is here to help. Visit BBB.org. From the WCI Pools. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.